This is Sheila Hawkins of Third Eye Group. Welcome to Time and Space on the Own Your Power radio network. This broadcast is entitled Three Keys to Freedom, a To-Do List and a Life that Works. This is a special edition of Time and Space and during this special edition, I'm going to share three things with you that you can use to make getting through your to-do list a breeze. And it'll also make your life work too. So I'm guessing that you're here because you're looking for a way to be able to get things done without what seems like endless hours and struggle and really have time for the things you want to do. Time for the freedom that you know entrepreneurship can give you. So during our time together, I'm going to share with you three keys for freedom that are part of the foundation for having a to-do list and a life that works. These are three things that I know through personal experience and through working with clients to be key when it comes to setting the stage for getting things done. So my goal for this class are to create and support a mind shift and perspective for you around getting things done. I want to help you make a shift in your thinking and give you a new foundation so that you can build upon it as a means to being more productive and to reveal a new liberating way of being and an approach to getting things done. So I'm going to show you and and share with you um, some different things, my approach to this. So if you're looking at the handout, you see the agenda there. Um, We're going to talk about flipping the script, a new perspective and mindset, a personal approach to productivity, getting your priorities straight, and then finally a path to a life that works. As you're um, searching for the the handout, if you don't yet have it, I'll share a little bit more real quick about this particular training. It's about helping you create a to-do list so that ultimately you can have a life that works, one that gives you the freedom, again, that you know entrepreneurship can afford you. You've got a lot on your plate and you're struggling to get it all done. So these three keys are going to, to help you get to a point within yourself to make a shift so that you can start having things look differently in your, let's say, outer realm, out in your world. Speaking of your to-do list, you know, there's always, always plenty to do. You know, many people keep the things that they have to do in their head instead of actually making a list. And then that's where they make their first mistake. They place the things on their um their, their to-do list or their calendar, sometimes without even thinking about it. But you've got to get that in writing. It can't be, the things can't live in your head, so to speak. You've got to have it in writing. So make your list. If you've got a written list already, you want to review the things that are on it and ask which things really belong there. And as you make your list, don't dump on it. People tend to dump on their lists and their calendars like shoving stuff in the closet or up under the bed, right? And you know what happens when you, you force that door closed. Eventually, you have to open the door and stuff will come tumbling out at you. And it's the same way when it comes to your to-do list and your calendar. You know, my observation, long-time observation, 
has been that people are what I call caught up. And that's a term that I like to use to describe where people are every day, day in and day out. People are overloaded. You know, there's business, there's family. And then a lot of times people have multiple calendars. They've got their own calendar. There's their spouses or their partner's calendar. And then your kids have calendar items too. You know, they come home with those little calendars from school and you've got them on the fridge, so you're operating off of that too. So you've got all these different calendars going on. And you probably have multiple inboxes. Now, I have multiple inboxes too. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's about how you manage them. You want to manage them in a way that keeps things from getting really crazy because after all, life is crazy enough. Now, then, of course, there are the things that you've got to do. You've got to, you know, things on your to-do list. And maybe, again, you don't have a list. You might be keeping those things in your head. And I'll tell you again that that is not the place for them. So like the multiple inboxes, you probably have more than one electronic piece, right? You've got your phone, your tablet, your laptop. You might even have two phones, depending upon who you are and what you do for a living. You're caught up in social media and all the other wonderful little things that will take your time away. Now, I don't know about you, but just talking about describing that scenario brings with it for me an energy and space of chaos. And you can't thrive in chaos. Now, what I see is that its perspective is at the root of that chaos. It's the view that people have that has them caught up. So people are caught up and it's like a hamster in the wheel. You're probably thinking about some of the things I mentioned and maybe some other things too. But as you think about those things, and if you want to come back to it later in Adam too, there's a spot on page four of the handout for you to list those places where you see yourself as being caught up. You know, is it the technology? Is it the email? You know, where are you caught up? You know, what has a hold of you, so to speak? And we talked about my approach and how I work with clients, you know, that, that personalized approach. Because again, productivity is personal. That's how I help people to deal with managing this thing that we call time. And part of that work involves helping people shift their perspective of time. That perspective brings about a much different way of getting things done. And it's the first key. The first key is to flip the script on your perspective and approach to time. So what I'd like for you to do is take a deep breath and step back from what you know time to be. So I want you to step back from that everyday struggle that you have so that you can look at things differently. So I'm going to give you a look at this thing that we call time from my perspective. That means a look at things through the time wielder's lens. That'll give you some foundational information that'll help you to understand this particular key and the others as we move through them. This is the, the perspective or the look at things from my point of view through the time wielder's lens. What I see is that there are two very different perspectives of time. Most view things in a linear way. When you see time as linear, you see time as you know it right now, how you, how you learned about it, how you came to know it. And you believe that there are a set number of hours. That set number of hours limits you. It makes things limited. There most certainly, since it's limited, isn't enough of it. Because that's part of the problem you're having right now, you don't have enough time. You're always wanting more. That's things from the linear view. The impact 
from the linear perspective is what you see happening in your life right now. Having a to-do list as long as your arm is not getting any shorter and not being able to get it done or not being able to get to everything on it in a timely manner. So now we're going to look at things from a different angle, from the nonlinear view. So once again, I want you to forget about what you know about time. Time is a concept. It's not real. Time does not exist. Now that might be kind of out there for some of you, so you might need to just sit with that for a bit and just be with it for a moment. The only thing that makes time real is the agreement around it among those using it that it's real, just like money. What is money? Money is printed paper and stamped metal or stamped coin. It's the agreement around it that gives it its value. Now, time is something that man created to help understand and comprehend the physical world as he sees it. That's all time is. One perspective, you have time as you've always known it, as you've come to, say, learn it. And then through my lens, you see it in a different way. In the linear way, you see past, present, and future with cause and effect, different things and events happening along this timeline, if you will. But from the nonlinear or the time wielder's perspective, there is no past, present, or future. There is only now. So cause and effect happen in the same space, not over a course of time. So from that point of view, time can be whatever you want it to be. It can be whatever you say it is. You have the control. See, that's the problem. People have given over their power and the control to time, and it's running the show. But when you shift things and you flip the script, it becomes pivotal because you're taking back the power that you gave over. You're saying, oh, no, wait a minute. Time is not running this. I've got this. So you're in control again. So making this shift is the first key. It is very liberating because it frees you up from being caught up when you realize that you've got that power. That's the first key, letting go of that perspective and shifting it so that you see things differently and know that you've got control of that. You have that power. And some of you may get exactly what I'm saying. And again, it might take a minute for that to digest. You might be questioning or exploring the details to see the connections like, wow, is that really true? And maybe you're having certain things come to light for you. Or wherever you are right now is perfectly fine. Because, again, it might take a minute for that to digest, but I, I encourage you to allow yourself to explore that. If you're having a hard time wrapping your head around that, explore it. Dig a little bit deeper into it. So the second key is it's personal. Time, or I should say your approach to time and productivity is personal. You know, again, productivity is not a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. It's an individual kind of thing. So it's time to ditch that mentality and the behavior that goes along with it, with that, that one-size-fits-all box solutions and tools and things of that nature. You have to look at your personality. And you'll, you'll see some notes there on page six of your handout, too, right now. You've got to look at your personality. When it comes to finding solutions that work, you will find that most typically apply the same solutions for one client that they would for another. And I'm not saying that some solutions don't work. Solutions work. You've got to have the right solutions for the right people. What doesn't work is applying solutions without looking at the person who needs the solutions. You've got to look at your personality, like who you are and how you operate. That has everything to do with how you get things done. 
Incorporating that, when you start looking at how to achieve a higher level of productivity, can make the difference between whether or not you're effective. And some of you have probably tried what you thought was a solution for your productivity challenge, only to find that it didn't work. And I see it all the time. I've even had clients who have hired somebody else to come in and organize their space and create systems and all that fun stuff, and then three months later call me because it's not working. And the systems were great. The tools were great. Everything inside the system was great. They weren't the right solutions. They weren't the right fit for the individual. And like I said, I've seen it time and time. So reaching that higher level of efficiency and effectiveness means looking at your personal relationship to time. And often what people have is a dysfunctional relationship with time. Now, we all know that dysfunctional relationships don't work. Now, when you start to look at how you personally relate to time, you might see that time isn't there for you in the way that you want it to be, right? Like never enough of it. In your relationship with time, you might not be getting enough of it or from it. And it's hard to pin down. And when you look at it like that, it really does look like a dysfunctional relationship. Time is an elusive thing. It's not tangible. It's not something you can put your hands on. So it's hard to understand. So the only way to figure things out is to step back and look and see how you're relating to time right now and how that relationship has to change so that you can have a great relationship with time. So you have to ask those questions. And you'll see the questions listed there over in the, uh, in the right panel on uh, page six. You've got to ask these questions. What do you see about the way you relate to time? Is your relationship a functional or a dysfunctional one? And how do you think your personality plays into it? So how are you relating to this thing called time? You know, your relationship to time and your personality, those are components that's part of a process that I take people through to discover what I call their productivity persona. And going through the process makes the whole thing personal. So it means exploring each one of those concepts or each one of those components in depth. Once you figure out how you relate to time, how who you are plays into that, you can choose a personal tool that's going to be a perfect fit for you when it comes to getting things off your to-do list. You won't be out there just choosing something because it's the latest and greatest thing on the market, but instead choosing something that works for you because it's a fit for you personally. Now, this is going to be something you use on a daily basis, so it should fit you as well as your shoes fit you. And we all know what happens when your shoes don't fit, right? You end up walking around in pain or taking them off while you're seated or changing it into something that's more comfortable. And eventually, you put them at the back of the closet because you can't stretch them out like you thought you might be able to. They were too cute. You wanted to go ahead and buy them anyway. You thought you might be able to make them fit. But that's what ends up happening when you choose a tool that is not the perfect fit for you. And putting that tool away isn't going to make your days very productive at all. So with that perfect tool in your hand, you build your entire productivity system around it. So that puts you at the core of getting things done, makes it personal. And that's really how you want to build. You want to put yourself in the center and build around you. So again, not that one-size-fits-all box fit or box solution, but a personal one. So now the third key, which you'll find on page seven of the handout. The third and final key that I'm going to share with you is getting your priorities straight. So ideally, 
You want to be at a point where you are scheduling your priorities instead of prioritizing your schedule. And what I mean by that is if you know your priorities ahead of time, when tasks hit your calendar or your to-do list, they already have a priority. Priorities already been assigned. You don't have to play around with the stuff on the list trying to decide what comes first and what's more important and what's hotter than the next one and these two things are a tie. You waste so much time looking at your list like that every day trying to figure out what comes first. Set the priority ahead of time. You don't have that issue. People waste many days and a lot of energy because they don't have their priorities straight. And really, some don't even know their priorities. But honestly, how can you expect to get to the important things, the things that are going to help you make progress, get where you want to be, and have the life that works if you don't have your priorities straight? You can't. When you don't know your priorities, you spin your wheel day after day, and you look up, and it's not just the days that have flown by. It's the weeks, the months, and maybe even the entire year, and you haven't accomplished much of anything. So where people tend to get stuck with priorities is not knowing how to create them. So your priorities, you'll see there at the top of page seven, three places. Your priorities start with your values. Look at the things that you value. What's important to you? You might have value centered around health and well-being or freedom and or integrity. Whatever you value has to, say, show up in the things that you're doing daily. If you do have, say, a value centered around health and well-being, then that's one of the things that's going to show up regularly on your calendar, in your list, you know, how it depends upon what it is you're doing so that you can really get to where you're going. Because after all, you probably have goals that are centered around and focused on that value too. And that's another space. Your priorities fall. You've got to look at the goals that you create. The goals, in a sense, represent where you're going the direction you're headed in. So you definitely want those to be front and center. If you're going to accomplish them, they've got to be priority items. They can't be sitting over at the back or at the bottom of your list. They've got to be up front and center. So the other things that are going to be a priority for you are things that are related to the projects that you're working on or the things that you're doing for clients. Those are all priority items. When they aren't, your infrastructure collapses because your priorities aren't showing up every day. You're not making any headway on them. So eventually things start to crumble. You're taking so many steps back. You want to make sure that not necessarily every day, but at least every week, depending upon what your priorities are and how high they are, you've got to make sure that daily, weekly, monthly, those priorities are showing up in the things that you do so that you see results. So here the question is, do you know what your priorities are? If you do, and what are they? Make that list and make sure that those tasks related to them end up on your daily agenda. That will get you to the point that I mentioned before, scheduling your priorities instead of having to prioritize your schedule. And it'll raise your productivity level. What I see is people with a list, things to do each day, trying to prioritize things for day. I've actually sat and watched people struggle to try to get that figured out. Like, what comes first? What comes second? It becomes like this game, and then you know that it's coming, so you start to avoid it. Then things really take a turn for the worse because things are not going to get done. So you've got to get your priorities in order. You've got to ask yourself what they are, know them, and stick to them. And when you work in the way that I've just shared with you, you not only have your priorities straight, but they're already set. So when a task gets to your calendar on your to-do list, 
you don't have to worry about the priority because you know the priority already based upon your values and goals. Okay. So just to recap what we talked about, I've given you three keys. First key being flip the script on your perspective and your approach to time. So seeing things from a different perspective, that nonlinear way or through, as I call it, the time wielder's lens, which allows you to say what time is and how you deal with it. You get to make it what you say it is. And the second key is personal, discovering your relationship to time and other personal aspects and then using them to build your productivity system to get you from to do to done every single day. And then the final key, getting your priorities straight. Now, being able to know what your priorities are based on your values, your goals, and your projects and, say, your client work and getting yourself to a point where you're scheduling your priorities instead of trying to prioritize your schedule. Now that you have these keys, what's next is you being in action, applying what I shared with you to shift your perspective, make your approach personal, which means discovering your productivity persona and getting your priorities straight. That's it for this episode of Time and Space. If you're looking for help with your to-do list or if you want to discover your productivity persona, visit thirdeyegroup.net and check out the Work With Me tab. Until next time, get it done. As always, we want you to stay tuned in to Own Your Power Radio for all of our great shows and music. This segment was brought to you by Constant Contact. Learn how to grow your business with the Constant Contact Toolkit. Sign up today by texting OYP to 22828. That's OYP to 22828 to register for the mailing list. Once you're a customer, Coach Simone will contact you and set up your complimentary training on marketing strategies and branding for your email campaigns. Once again, it's Constant Contact where you can connect, inform, and grow.